Welcome to Bradley's Micro Board Review, where we try to make your board's review for microbiology a little less painful. But, I mean, we're not magicians or anything. This still sucks. Today is March 25th, and we're going to talk about a couple of causes of fever and rashes in the rickettsial species. Rickettsial illnesses are all zoonotic infections that are characterized by fever, severe headaches, and rashes. There are many different species within the genre which differ on the progression of the rash and geographical distribution, the animal reservoir, and arthropod vector. So focusing in on those differences will help you in diagnosis of the exact causative agent. Rickettsia species bacteria are gram-negative bacilli that are obligate Arabs and obligate intracellular Arabs that require host coenzyme A and NAD+. The first one we'll talk about is Rickettsia rickettsii, which is the causative agent of Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever. Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever is the most common rickettsial illness in the U.S. and is typically found east of the Mississippi River, which honestly makes it a bit of a misnomer. This organism typically resides in rodents or dogs and is transmitted to humans through the bite of a wood tick from the dermacenter species. Once it's transmitted, it will cause a fever, chills, headache, myalgias, thrombocytopenia, hyponatremia, and high serum transaminase levels. The rash for Rocky Mountain spotted fever starts on the wrists and ankles and progresses onto the trunk and eventually becomes a petechial rash that involves the palms of the hands and soles of the feet. If untreated, Rocky Mountain spotted fever has a mortality rate of 20%. The next organism we'll talk about is Rickettsia prowazekii, which is found worldwide and typically discovered in epidemics. The natural reservoir is humans and is transmitted by lice. This causes epidemic typhus, which presents with a high fever, chills, severe headache, myalgia, and a macular rash that moves from the trunk to the extremities, but does not go onto the hands or feet. It often relapses, so a long-term follow-up is important for these patients. Next, we'll talk about murine typhus, which causes a high fever, chills, severe headaches, and a macropapular rash that starts on the trunk and goes to the extremities. This normally resides in humans and possibly flying squirrels, because that's a thing, and is transmitted to humans through the bite of the human louse. It's important to begin empiric treatment with doxycycline if you suspect a rickettsial illness and then wait for a confirmatory test. Diagnosis is typically via serology, but this takes several weeks for the antibody levels to reach detectable levels. It also is possible to take a skin biopsy of the rash to look for the organism or perform NAATs. One thing that you can do rapidly is the wheel Felix agglutination test, which is when you mix the patient serum with O antigens from proteus species. If the patient has a rickettsial infection, the anti-rickettsial antibodies will cross-react with the proteus antigens and cause agglutination. This will help you differentiate rickettsial diseases from other causes of fever and rashes. Now let's take all that knowledge and bring it to the boards. A 45-year-old female presented to the emergency department in Alabama with fevers, headache, arthralgias, nausea, dyspnea, ataxia, worsening, confusion, and neck pain for the last seven days. Vital signs reveal a heart rate of 135 beats per minute, 
blood pressure of 84 over 53. Physical examination reveals a diffuse macular rash that has spread to the palms of the hands and soles of the feet. The patient's spouse explains that the rash first started at her wrists and moved up to her arms to her torso. A Koenig test is negative. The patient's spouse also reveals that she has had multiple bug bites while in her bed, which most likely came from her pet dogs, which were not up to date on monthly flea and tick medications. Laboratory studies reveal a positive wheel felix agglutination. Which of the following is the most likely causative agent? Is it A, Coxiella brunettii, B, Rickettsia typhi, C, Rickettsia pausechii, or D, Rickettsia rickettsii? First, diagnose the patient. This patient is presenting with fever, headache, arthralgia, nausea, neck pain, dyspnea, and neurological dysfunctions, including ataxia and increasing confusion. Negative Koenig tests point away from meningioencephalitis, but it should definitely be in the back of your mind just in case. A history of bug bites that might be flea or tick, the progression of the rash, and the geographical location of Alabama, and the positive wheel Felix test all help to suggest a diagnosis of Rocky Mountain spotted fever. Choice A, Coxiella brunettii, is the causative agent of Q fever. It will cause fever, headache, myalgias, and might progress into pneumonia. It doesn't present with a rash, and it would also have a negative wheel felix reaction. Choice B, Rickettsia typhae, presents with fever, chills, severe headache, and would have a positive wheel felix test. But for the rash for epidemic typhus, starts on the trunk and moves to the extremities. This rash does not tra travel onto the palms of the hands and the soles of the feet. Choice C, Rickettsia prowazekii, also presents with fever, chills, severe headache, would also have a wheel felix positive test, but the rash for murine typhus starts on the trunk and moves to the extremities, not like our patient. This rash also doesn't travel onto the palms of the hands and soles of the feet, like our patient's rash. Choice D, Rickettsia rickettsii, presents with fever, chills, headache, and a rash that moves from the extremities inward, more like our patient. This rash will travel onto the palms of the hands and soles of the feet. This is also transmitted through the bite of a tick, and the natural reservoir is a dog. Therefore, the correct answer is D, Rickettsia rickettsii. A 22-year-old male presents to the emergency department with a two-week history of intermittent fevers, headache, fatigue, malaise, nausea, vomiting, and a non-productive cough. Three days prior to presentation, a rash began to develop on his upper torso and spread to cover his entire body. Vital signs show a pulse of 136 beats per minute. Physical examination revealed a petechial rash covering his entire body but sparing his palms, soles, and face. His condition, condition began to deteriorate until he was admitted to the intensive care unit for se severe sepsis. His family is pretty sure that his pet cats have fleas. Laboratory studies reveal the presence of anti-rickettsial species IgM antibodies. What is the most appropriate treatment? Is it A, vancomycin, B, doxycycline, C, erythromycin, or D, hydroxyquinolone? First, diagnose the patient. This patient is presenting with fever, headache, malaise, and a rash, which can be caused by many different infectious organisms. The rash progresses from the trunk to the extremities and did not travel onto the palms or soles. 
the lab was able to find the presence of antibodies against rickettsia species. This is highly suggestive of murine typhus. All rickettsia species infection are best treated with doxycycline because they are obligate intracellular organisms. Therefore, the correct answer is B, doxycycline. You can find our study calendar, a guide on how to study microbiology specifically for the boards, our contact email address, and references used to make this episode at thebradleylab.wordpress.com. If you found an error or would like to discuss any of this information, please leave us a voice message in the show notes. If you appreciated this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend. This podcast was written and edited by me, Jillian Bradley. See you tomorrow.